Welcome to the Creative Nectar Podcast. Your hosts are Jenny Hahn and Stephanie Gray, and together we share conversations and practices around art making as a path to self-discovery, recovering wholeness, and living an authentic life. So settle in, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the nourishing taste of Creative Nectar. Hello and welcome again, or for the first time, to the Creative Nectar podcast. I am your co-host, Stephanie Gray. And I'm Jenny Hahn. Hey, everyone. So today we're going to be talking about something that I think is, is not so easy for most of us, and that is trust. Trusting our way through the unknown. And I don't know about you, Jenny, but I feel like it's sort of a perfect timing as we move into a new year that is a blank slate and a lot of things are up in the air. So what a perfect topic to start off the 2024 year of, you know, trusting the process, trusting the process and how to use the creative process itself to help us navigate through the unknown. I'm excited to have this conversation because this is one of those phrases that we've kind of thrown around a lot over the years. And it's become so a part of my vocabulary that even to stop and to look at the phrase, trust the process, I, it's like, well, where did I first hear that? And apparently there's some sports team that's kind of made this like a a catchphrase that I wasn't aware of, but I was reminded that I first heard that phrase from a book of the title, Trust the Process, An Artist's Guide to Letting Go by Sean McNiff, Mm. who is an artist, but like an expressive arts therapy professor and author. And and, and I had totally forgotten that like that, that, that came out in 98, but I found this book right around the time that I found the process art group, Sarah Oblinger's group, where you and I met. And at that time, it was such a foreign concept to me because I was still an art student in art school. And I had never heard languaging like this about about trusting the process, about kind of that entering the unknown in art making, but also in life. And I just want to share one quote from the book before we move on, because Um, He says in it that the creative process is an intelligence that knows where it has to go that never could have been known by me in advance. And I think that's so beautiful because it's also, it also parallels with life too, doesn't it? Because I, I do believe there's an intelligence to the piece we're working on, but also to life itself, to nature, to the cycles of nature. And And yet we, our little ego minds, think we know, think we need to know the end result, think we need to control (laughs) every step of it, micromanage life. And I am so guilty of that myself. I, you know me, I have a pretty controlling personality to some degree. And it's like, that has been part of my journey and healing has been to learn to trust the process. And that's what process art is. That's what it's taught me. So I am very excited to have this conversation and to kind of dive deeply into how this plays out. Yeah. I mean, I would have to second that control thing because 
I have been trying to control my environment since I popped out. I, I, you know, and that I would say that doing or working or practicing with process painting has been one of the biggest gifts for me because, because even Mm. though I still try to control, it's getting better and better. And I, you know, I started out on, it was only on the page. It was only in a class with Sarah or, you know, wherever that I would practice that. But then I found that it did bleed through to my, to my daily, you know, and, mm-hmm. and now I notice that it it's, it's available for me way more often. Well, always, it's always available because I did start to flex that muscle of trusting and, and how it feels and what it looks like for me. And I do feel, because we talked about that intelligence, right? That sort of flow, if you will. Yes. Um, there is that creative flow, that magic that is swirling and, and, and going through us. And when we can allow and let go and, and see where it wants to lead us as opposed to bending the will. It's so funny. It's like, yeah, I'm going to bend the will of this huge, creative, mystical, magical spark that's running through me. And yeah, it's just hilarious to think about that, but yeah, I am forever grateful. And I love that we're talking about this. Well, and it's funny because what you're describing about when we try to bend the will of it, you know, that's the that's the rub, isn't it? When when we are struggling, when we are suffering, when we're creating, when the mind, when the ego is trying to control it. I mean, I think we all probably can relate to those moments, right? And same within life when we are trying to push the river, so to speak, and it's like that isn't going to work. <laughs> We can try and we can wear ourselves out and we do try and, and that can be part of it too, is the, the, the final surrender from the frustration of it. And then it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Then we can be carried and, oh my gosh, that's the lesson of that is, but you know what? It it's, there's a reason I think that at least for me that I try to control things and that is it's scary to dip our toes into the unknown. Is it not? Absolutely. I mean, to, to, to really trust and, and release all expectation, release any attachment to outcome and to go on this journey because it is a journey. A process is a journey, right? And it's a step-by-step unfolding and to not know where it's going to go. It can be scary but but the flip side of that is it also can be exciting and fun <laughs> exhilarating right? yeah. yeah and you know yeah. i mean as you're talking i'm reminded that like the more we practice it the more we're given these breadcrumbs or this or this like thread to follow or unravel if we're paying attention and if we are leaning in and yeah that's what the process, that's what art process art has taught me most is first of all, to pay attention to my thoughts and then to discern, like, is this leading me somewhere or, or is this resistance or is this fill in the blank? And then moving from that space, as I drop further into my heart space while I'm creating, it's like this Mm. whole thing that happens. And well, actually, I mean, I had a, I had something in real life happen, not even 
two days ago, I don't think. That was ah. perfect. I, and I find it interesting that the more we do these together, Jenny, the more I notice that thread and those breadcrumbs. And I hadn't even imagined that I would tell the story. And I, and I think I might, but yes. that it would even like, like it would even go together. But now that, you know, it's like, it totally goes together. And yeah. why wouldn't I share it? Because it's real life stuff. And it, I wrote about it too. And we'll link that so that I don't, you know, I won't spend a whole lot of time with this, but like I was saying, when, when I first started out at the page, you do, you start to pay attention to these things. And that has led me to have a completely different life than I think I would have had I not started process art. And it's a way more mindful experience now. And even still, I try to control. And the other night, my husband, who's a big classic rock fan, was um, found this concert, I guess, from Tommy Shaw, who's the lead singer of Styx, <laughs> and the youth orchestra. And I was just like, oh, oh wow. okay. And I, I could, he started playing it. And I'm just like, oh, I was like scrolling my phone. I was looking away. I was just like, my mind was like, oh, this is just, I don't think I can sit here for this. And then I was like, this guy is too old to sing well. And then my other thing was, <laughs> oh, the quality of the, of the, of the, you know, recording is bad and it's just not clean. And, and just like all the stuff, like I could, yes. I was literally listening to everything that my brain was feeding me, but it was my ego protecting me. And those are like the, to, so to just stop for a second, like those are my breadcrumbs, that resistance, like when I leaned in, I was, I remembered, okay, usually when I get resistance this heavily, I need to lean in there because there's something for me. So I started listening and watching this concert. I, I was so moved. <laughs> I was so moved. I was like, Ethan, I was sort of making fun of him initially. And then my husband, and then he looked over at me at one point and I had tears. <laughs> in my face. And it just broke my heart wide open. And by the way, he could sing, he sang his heart out. It was amazing. And these kids were so into it. And it was just like, it, I can't tell you the expansion I had in my heart that night. And I, to the point where I, the next day or the day after I wrote about it, I keep listening to it. <laughs> realize yeah it's that resistance when I pay attention to the resistance and get curious about it there's always yes. something there for me so that's mm. my story <laughs> I love that stuff well and it's funny because I had the, the phrase written down here playful curiosity mm -hmm. that was something as, as you know I just did a, a silent meditation retreat this last weekend for New Year's that I usually do every year at this time but that was a phrase that was coming up um, from Victor, our, our friend, Victor, our shared yeah. friend who was leading this. And yes, that idea of playful curiosity of, of, of asking the question, what is this? What is here? And, and I love that, how you applied that not only to your resistance of, of looking at it, but then of bringing that playful curiosity, even to the experience of watching this concert and letting, and allowing yourself to receive it. I mean, that's, uh, that's beautiful. I love that story. 
Yeah, I, I do too. And it's, it really taught me like in, in an instant, okay, this was keeping me safe from a lot of emotion, like big emotion, which I think part Mm. of my control has been about, you know, keeping it safe, don't feel too much. And, and so that's been my dance and to be able to like move more into my heart space, because I, I mean, you know, this in 2023, that was my thing. It's like, I want to live more from my heart. And it was like the grand finale of 2023 was, <laughs> here you go. And it's going to be in a package that doesn't look anything like you would imagine. Oh, just, just amazing. Just a beautiful thing. I, I love that. I love that. And it kind of goes hand in hand with the idea that there are no mistakes in, yeah. in, in art making and process art, you know, the idea of happy accidents that, <laughs> who is it? Bob Ross talks about, but yeah, there are no mistakes. Like whatever it is, like will find us. And if we can be open to the experience of it and, and allow ourselves to be transformed by it, it's the opportunities are right here in front of us. And I love that awareness that you, your mind was maybe trying to protect you from feeling, but then moving through that and, oh yeah, that's beautiful. Well, and I don't know about you, Jenny, but I mean, it's very similar when you're at the page and you're doing process art and you have this big resistance to what wants to show up, what wants to come through. But then when you finally yeah. say yes to it, even if it's like, you've never created something like that in your life and it it doesn't look like what you wanted it to. There was something about saying yes, that breaks, breaks you open in a good way, in a good way. Yes. Yes, it does. And another part of trusting that I've noticed is having patience for the process, because when we say yes to something, it doesn't always look the way we expect at first or maybe ever, but, um, with art in particular, I'm thinking of, you know, those awkward stages we go through of a piece where we have resistance, where we judge it, where we don't like it. And you know, what Julia Cameron calls the, what is it? The ugly duckling phase of a piece that every piece we do goes through. And for me, part of it is, is cultivating more patience in the trust that Mm. things unfold in their own timeline, not on my schedule. And that's tough. That's tough for me. You know, I'm working on a commission right now. So it's like, uh, there is a schedule and yet (laughs) making room for the unknown timeline, but being open to, yeah, uh, of that. It's not always going to happen in our timeframe and then it can be cyclical. And I don't know, I keep thinking back to nature, like that idea, because I get impatient, <laughs> I get impatient with things. And I think of that, you know, here we are in winter and thinking of like seeds underground or thinking of bulbs, you know, like when you plant something, you don't keep, you know, digging it back up to check to see, okay, is it germinating? Okay, how's it going? You know, <laughs> <laughs> And to me, the creative process is kind of like that, that that getting through those initial phases of resistance and of judgment of of the mind, all the stuff, the stuff the mind does, the resisting, the judging, I don't like this, the ego trying to protect us, 
nothing is happening, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what this means. All those things that the mind will say. And it's like, if we can stay on that path, follow that thread, as you talked about, follow the breadcrumbs and, and just keep moving and have the patience. It's always amazing to me when that transformation happens, because it does, it does eventually come through and it's like, oh, I couldn't have planned this. Mm-mm. There's no way I could have planned this. That's the, I think that's the real magic of of creativity. I agree. And the fact that it's kind of like what we talked about last time, because we are all creators, we have that magic stored inside of us. So it isn't just, you know, in a, in a painting or in a song, it's everything we right. do. And when we right. allow ourselves to follow that thread when you practice you begin to notice the qualities of the thread more and more so that it's easier to find and it's Mm. different for each one of us you know and that's that's part of the magic and that trust yeah yes yes and learning what how that feels in your body in your physical being trusting that I mean some would call it like intuition but trusting the impulses of what what is feeling good what is drawing the attention versus when we are resisting you know if the energy feels stagnant I I love um the the Taoist concept of Wu Wei have you heard of that no Wu Wei it basically translates to mean effortless action so it's kind of like the flowing of water, the flowing of energy, the creative flow, the flow of the universe, and that we can be in partnership with that mm. and not have to control control the process, control the outcome. We can move with it. We can create. I mean, obviously, to create something requires energy. It requires being willing to show up and all of that. But beyond that, it's like, can we flow with it? and, and see where it leads. It is really that divine flow. You know, people can, you can call it whatever you wish, you know, God, divinity, magic, the, the, the universal flow, whatever, but yeah, to cope, we are co-creating with that. And it's, that's that magical thing. And so when we sort of step out of the way a little bit and allow that to work with us, I mean, it gives me goosebumps. Yeah. And we can't always tell like certain things will happen in life where it's like, oh, that's bad. That's not, that's not what I wanted. And then it's like, when you look back a year later and you're like, oh, that's why that happened. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think I can apply that to almost every, like what I thought was devastating in the moment, um, even years later, looking back now and thinking, oh, yeah, that was working in my favor. It just didn't yes. feel good at the time. Yes, yes. Yeah. And that's, you know, we don't always have the the big picture of it. But when we can look back, it's like even trusting that, trusting the cycles of life and and endings when things fall away and when things dissolve. And it's like what space that opens for whatever is next. It's it's beautiful, but it's not always easy. It's painful. It's painful to have loss and to have disappointment. And yet then what, what is coming next and how is all of that experience feeding into and informing what is wanting to happen next? 
Mm. It's, yeah, powerful. <laughs> trust the process. If I could just remember that in the moment. But yes, oh, I know. Hence, hence, trust the process. <laughs> I think I'm getting better at allowing because I practice. And the more I practice yeah. and stay in the practice, the easier it becomes for me. Right, right. It is like you said, like flexing that muscle. And and yeah, and and it's kind of like also like the idea of training a puppy. Like it's 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 repetition, it's gentleness, <laughs> not judging, not scolding, but it's like that repetition of practicing, allowing, practicing, trusting. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So well, speaking of practices, do we want to move into? <laughs> yes, yeah. you read my mind. Um, well, as always, I have a couple writing prompts. I don't know if you want me to just go with that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Do. Well, so the writing prompts I have, there are two. Um, the first one is what do I trust in my life? And the second is mm. what keeps me from trusting the flow of my life? Mm. So kind of two ways to word the same thing, but yeah, yeah. I love that. And, and the first one, what do I trust? Oh, wow. Yeah. That, I'm going to work that one. Revealing. I think we'll probably work that one in our, in our, um, group, in our community. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In the soul nectar community and in the, the private Facebook group, that would be yeah, great discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, thanks Steph. I love that. Absolutely. Sit with those two. Yeah. So what do you have yeah. cooked up for us? Well, I, what I was thinking of was that idea of water and flow and particularly art that's centered around process, like physical process. And so my activity, my suggestion is flowing with water, a free flow expression through water. So using water with either watercolor paints or inks or, you know, the paints that you pour, flowy acrylics or even alcohol inks, sumi ink, any kind of inks or flowy paints, and just allowing yourself to explore on the paper or the canvas, whatever you're using. Watery-based um, materials are great for releasing control because we can't really control them easily. We can try, <laughs> but part of the fun discovery process of working that way is to let go of control of it, to see where things kind of flow to on their own, see how they mix together, see how they resist. And that process, I mean, we could even fold the paper and do ink blots, you know, but just to see kind of that coming back to that question of what, what is this kind of that playful curiosity and see if, see if we see something in it, in the image, something that wants to develop again, following that thread of what is showing up, but starting with this experiment of completely letting go and seeing where it flows to. I love that. I, and I love to play with water and it's, it's such a good reminder to do that and to just allow, like you were saying, and see where it leads us. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes when I'm painting, like even the commission I'm working on right now, which is acrylics, sometimes when I notice I'm really tight and controlling and frustrated, 
I'll go grab the spray bottle and I'll just start spraying it and letting the water drip. Mm. And there's something in that that's like, it frees it up. It doesn't mean it's going to stay that way, but something about freeing it up from that tightness, it's like, oh, it, I feel it in my body too. Mm. I feel that opening and that softening going back to the flow. Oh man, water. Yes. Experiment. <laughs> Get curious. I love it. Yes. Yes. Flow with it. Well, this has been another amazing conversation. I just have, I, each time we do this, it's, it's more and more like, I don't know, it opens up a lot for me. I love it. And I'm so honored to do it with you. Yeah. Thank you. Me as well. And, and I love the community that is forming around Nectar and we are just so grateful for our soul Nectar folks. <laughs> and, um, for those of you who haven't joined, um, please do, if that calls to you, we now have a private Facebook group. So, um, in addition to our other offerings. And so we're really excited about the community and conversations and sharings that are starting to happen there. Yeah. And I think I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we've decided to cap it at 50 that way that sort of intimate relationship that we can all have with each other stays intact and it doesn't get too big. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. Cause we really, yeah, we really want it to be about those intimate connections and, and feeling seen and and fully heard Mm. and practicing and practicing practicing with one another. Yes. (laughs) Indeed. Well, thank you all for, yeah, for joining us as always. And we hope to see you um, in the community and Yeah, check in in any way that you feel led to, and we hope to see you soon. And until next time, trust the process. Trust the process. (laughs) Thank you for listening. This has been a Creative Nectar Studio production.